The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. The best parents maybe increase a child's income by 26% or something, which is good, but it's not like life changing. And when you think about it, that's amazing considering just how many decisions parents make. There are thousands of decisions we all sweat over and the data kind of tells you now you can probably chill out. How should you raise your children? It's one of the most fraught and complex set of questions a person can confront. Should you breastfeed, sleep train, discipline? How soon should you start reading to them? When are they old enough to have a phone? Should you be a tiger mom or a cool mom? Plenty of people around you have opinions too. Your own parents may have something to say, or your friends with kids, or the countless books and magazine articles with clear arguments for which choices will make your kid a highly compensated, emotionally secure superstar, and which will make that same child a psychopathic, drug-addicted disaster. But if you look at the data, if you aggregate thousands of studies of childhood development the way my guest Seth Stevens-Davidowitz did, you'll find that the vast majority of those decisions don't really matter at all. In his new book, Don't Trust Your Gut, he argues that there's really only one parenting decision that has a significant impact on your kid's future success, and it will probably come as a surprise. The first thing data tells us is that parents can mostly relax. Studies have shown that people who were adopted to wildly different environments end up with strikingly similar outcomes. Parents just don't matter as much as you might think. Many of the most debated parenting questions the best data suggests don't matter much at all. Should you breastfeed your kid? The best studies say it doesn't matter. Should you act like a tiger mom or a tiger dad? The best studies suggest does matter. Should you allow your kids to use modern technology? The best studies say it doesn't matter. That said, there is one parenting decision that does matter a lot. Where you raise your kids. Researchers have studied the long-term outcomes of families that moved when their kids were at different ages. They found that certain neighborhoods lead to much better outcomes. So what makes a great neighborhood great? The biggest predictors are the adults in that neighborhood. Growing up around adults that are more responsible and more successful, even if they're not a kid's parents, lead to more successful kids. Little girls who grow up near adult female scientists much more likely to become scientists themselves. Black boys who grow up near successful black men, not even their own father, have much better life outcomes. So how should you parent based on data? Relax about most decisions you make. No need to have a panic attack every night. They don't matter as much as you think. But think harder about the adults you're exposing your kids to, which may matter more than you think. Your kids are surprisingly likely to follow in these adults' footsteps. You share this sort of great news for us parents that we can relax, that most of the things we worry about, about how to raise children are more or less inconsequential. Is that right? Can you summarize that? There's no question that siblings turn out very similar. There's examples of families where you know three siblings are all monumentally successful. And you're like, did the parents contribute to that? But, you know, a lot of what the parents give their kids is not just parenting. They give them their genes. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, LeBron James son is one of the top basketball recruits in the country. Is that because LeBron James coached him so well? You know, maybe that played some role, but LeBron James gave him something else. Mm-hmm. One of the great genetic capabilities of basketball of all time. So all these traits are highly genetic intelligence and drive and appearance. So there have been programs where basically adoptees been randomly assigned to parents. And we can see, okay, two adoptees were randomly assigned to the same parent. How'd they turn out? Mm-hmm. And the basic idea is they turn out not that similar. You know, the best parents maybe increase a child's income by 26% or something, which is good, but it's not like life-changing. They're moving the needle just a little bit. And when you think about it, that's amazing considering just how many decisions parents make. Yeah. As a parent myself, you know, there's so many books, so much advice you get that seems to be really important. You know, you got to read to your kid. You got to breastfeed your kid. You got to do this. You got to do that. You don't want to smother them. You, you need to do all these things. And there is this sort of sense that if you screw it up, you're going to mess up your kid for life. I don't know if it's humbling in a good way or a bad way to know that I really don't matter all that much. I assume there are extremes. Like it matters in the in the extreme that I'm basically providing a safe, caring environment for a kid. Doesn't that matter? Yeah, some of this research, you know, it gets a little complicated with, you know, abuse obviously does matter. But beyond those extremes, it seems to matter very little and kind of gets to your point that the data can allow you to relax. The data kind of tells you now you can probably chill out. Yes, it's, it's good to know that maybe we can focus on fewer things, not to neglect our children, maybe, but to be more comfortable in our own parenting style, whatever it is, right? That this is another place where I might go back to my gut. Like if my instinct is to be more of a disciplinarian or my instinct is to be more lenient, it's probably fine either way. Yeah. If it feels more natural, you're probably going to be happier following what feels more natural to you. So (laughs) I would encourage you to not sweat it too much. Just do what feels about right. But you say there is one thing or one, one category of parenting decision that might matter more than we expect. So I remembered this research by a former professor of mine, Roz Chetty. He found the neighborhood matters a fair amount, that kids who grow up in the right neighborhood tend to do better. And one of the things parents give kids is a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So you put that together, a big percent of the effects that parents have is the neighborhood that they give to their kids. So what is it about these certain neighborhoods that seem to have the secret sauce. Yeah, so they basically can compare the successful neighborhoods with any data point that also exists at the neighborhood level. So crime and economic performance and school mm-hmm. data. You would think schools would be the most obvious thing. That yeah, you think it would be the most obvious. It seems to not be that correlated. Hmm. Another thing you'd think is booming economies, kind of growing up in a booming economy would help. That doesn't correlate at all. Hmm. Some of the things that correlate percent of parents with bachelor's degrees, college educated population, percent of two parent homes, percent of people return their census form. And I think what this is, is kind of good adults in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And there are more studies done by Raj Chetty and other researchers where they found just the effects of adult role models, Mm -hmm. that if a girl moves to an area with a lot of female scientists, mm-hmm. she's more likely to become a female scientist herself. If a black boy grows up in a neighborhood with a lot of black fathers around, even if 
his own father is not around, he's more likely to have better outcomes. Hmm. We underestimate the importance of the adults in a neighborhood for how kids turn out. Your kids aren't going to rebel against the other adults you expose them to. So we kind of overestimate our own influence as parents and underestimate the influence of our friends and neighbors. Yeah. And I think, you know, even if you don't want to move to one of these super neighborhoods, one thing you can do is just put more thought into the company you're showing your kids. So Mm -hmm. are the people you're introducing them people you want them to turn out like? These are high functioning adults, let's say, and that's going to have more impact on your kid than just about anything you do. That's my read of of the data. And uh, if I have kids, I would outsource my parenting a little bit. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I guess my friends will know what I think about them based on whether I bring them into my home. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you want to hear more of Seth's counterintuitive data-driven ideas, you can check them out on our Next Big Idea app. And come back tomorrow when Seth is going to tell us what big data says about how to get rich. See you then.